0: from the live network studios in west atlantic city new jersey it's the quizzo trivia podcast with your hosts nick and drew to participate tweet us at quizzo podcast or send us an email at info at that's quizzo that's q u i z z o now let's get to the show i mean call me crazy nick but i think even paul kelly is more excited giving that introduction with that song Normal.
1: Now that uh, ACFC is in the postseason,
0: yeah, yeah, now I can hear the inflection in his voice. <laughs> he's he's pumped.
1: So basically, we've gotten that guy for 115 straight weeks just keeps to doing introduce it. us. Just keeps doing it. Never <laughs> misses no. a word. It sounds roughly, almost
0: exactly the same every single time. I don't know how that guy pulls it I off. Mean, I've heard, heard his that voices.
1: 115 times, and not one of my best efforts could match. Yeah,
0: uh, it's, a, it's his tremendous tremendous stuff. Well, welcome folks to Quizo episode Quizo Trivia Podcast episode 115. Nick and Drew, back with you on a Thursday after celebrating a win at FC Mammoth last night 4 to 2 for your Aces, which are now going to the Keystone Conference playoffs for the first time in team history.
1: And don't forget to check out the FC Mammoth podcast when <laughs> <And> you finish <laughs> checking us out. Yes. Because I, I bet they have a lot to talk about. I'm sure
0: they do. I'm dying to hear this week's episode. I've never tuned in. What's going but I'm gonna, I'm on gonna, I'm at listen.
1: Diner Americana?
0: Diner Americana. Was, <laughs> was not bad.
1: Up there at Red Bank. was not bad. I'll start American. you off with the first question.
0: Go for it. We got We got to get What
1: country? It. What country do foods from the Hellenic Treats section of Cafe Americana come from? That would be Greece, Nick.
0: It, 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 Did it, you it, notice he had a little uh, Greek display of like a little paraphernalia and like Socrates uh, was on top. funnier than a Greek hey, so trying to
1: disguise his diner
0: as American <laughs> as American
1: by calling we it were Cafe everything
0: American. And then there's just this little section it's like Tsatsiki.
1: You walk in, there's baseball pictures everywhere. everywhere except
0: like, a little display case of of Americana. And
1: then you walk in and there's baklava and spanakopana on the menu. Baklava. And you're like, I know what's going on here.
0: I know what this is. I'll tell you what though. Greek <laughs> diners are the best diners. No it's, question. No, no, no. It's not even close. They can do everybody's food better than and anybody. And there's no
1: Greek working in there. Get out of there. Din- get out. Get of out of the diner. Yeah, It's you the are... first thing you
0: should ask. You go "Penthiacos or Olympiakos when you walk in and see what the reaction is. If people start chanting, you know, yeah, yeah, that's it. Get out. All right. Well, that is definitely a good one. I have one for you, too, because uh, this also is relative to the trip yesterday. Okay. Um, so in 1960, a pair of brothers in Germany had a falling out, and they decided to split their company into two separate companies. And I would like. To know if you know which two companies today, which are in the retail distribution business, I'm not telling you which product, retail distribution, exist because of that split.
1: Well, this is I I do know this story, and the reason I know it is because it's just unbelievable that these two companies are brothers who split because they're two of what the most five successful sports apparel companies Guess
0: what? You're wrong. Because that story is exactly where I was baiting oh, you. You're right. talking about the Puma yes, and Adidas, and you're thinking. right, but not the 1960s.
1: Okay, that was earlier. Yeah. So all right, the, wait, hold on then. Hold on. Back up.
0: Yes, and I was going to specifically say— Give me the say, question one more time then. So it's it's the same thing. It's the same story. The same story, bro. But two hugely successful retail chains that exist in this country. So stores, not brands. That's the difference. That's why oh, I Oh, so it. it's not Umbro. No. It's not Umbra. It's two retail store chains that are two of the biggest in the entire United States. Oh, I got it. Go for it. Oh, wait, is that? All
1: right. Aldi? Yes. Is Aldi one of them? Because I know that's German. Yes.
0: You got it. Aldi's one of them. And And who was his? Trader Joe's? Trader Joe's and Aldi are estranged cousins. They're basically the same concept. And it's two brothers that started both companies. I
1: thought Aldi owned Trader Joe's. I mean if that's happened now, maybe I think Aldi went and bought Trader Joe's well, so the one brother ended up dominating the other brother. This is nineteen sixties when I, it,
0: when the split happened. Did so.
1: Trader Joe's originate in California?
0: Uh, no. Definitely, unless the g- brother left and went to California I think and maybe started. Maybe the it. brother
1: left in the '60s and went, and to, went
0: California. to California,
1: started it, and then his German brother it was like, "I'll was more show you," and then bought. Him. I'll
0: show you. I start chain here. That's a terrible journey. Because
1: I remember looking this up. Now That's I did not, not know good. that they were brothers, but I remember looking up because somebody told me Audi owned Trader Joe's. And I'm thinking, how does Audi own Trader? Joe's? You think Trader Joe's would own Aldi? Uh, right, Al- yes, Pasadena, California. Nineteen sixty seven, Trader Joe's.
0: Okay,
2: and Oh it it was founded,
1: sorry, it was founded in nineteen fifty eight as Pronto Markets, but then in nineteen sixty seven as Trader Joe's. It doesn't say where Pronto Markets was, but then it says Pasadena, California. Who's the founder? The founder is Joe Colomb. Joe Colomb is an American entrepreneur. He is a graduate of Stanford Business School and a member of the Apicalpa Lambda. He founded the grocery chain Trader Joe's. In 1967, he was born in San Diego, California. So what was the but what was the uh, other chain? OK, so the other chain,
0: he is, must have bought that and renamed it. Trader Pronto Joe's. Markets. So let's yeah, find so Pronto, let's Markets. Pronto
1: Markets and see what they're this is going to be difficult because there's not a lot about it. It just says, Trader Joe's is named after its founder, Joe Colome. The chain began in 1958 as a greater Los Angeles area chain of Pronto Market convenience stores. The original Pronto Markets were so similar to 7-Eleven that Colome felt the competition with 7-Eleven would be disastrous.
0: <laughs> First of all, are Aldi and Trader Joe's currently owned? Trader Joe's is owned by Aldi. Okay, his brother, Carl Albrecht, owned Aldi. In the U.S., he owned the Trader Joe's specialty grocery store chain. Let's see. What's Theo his name? Albrecht. Theo Albrecht was a German entrepreneur who, in 2010, was the He was CEO of Aldi. In the U.S., he owned the Trader Joe's specialty grocery store chain. His brother, Karl Albrecht, owned the Aldi... suit. Oh, so he bought
1: it. Oh, oh. starting in 1979, it was owned by German entrepreneur Theo Albrecht. So there
0: you go. So he went and bought Trader Joe's, and after the split... Albrecht's family
1: also owns the German supermarket chain Aldi.
0: So there you go. So that's the story. Some other dude named Joe started it, but this guy's like, I'll go to U.S. and buy Trader Joe's, turn it into Aldi, yeah.
1: Yeah, he bought it from Joe. From Joe.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Trader Theodore doesn't work as well.
1: Trader Theo? Eh,
0: Trader Theo's. No, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, yeah, absolutely. All right, what else you got for me?
1: Now we've got the origin of that story. That's that's called research on
0: the air, folks. That's how you do it.
1: What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? All right. uh, Try uh, out with this one here. What, uh was the only director to win multiple Best Director Academy Awards in the 1980s. And the reason this is general knowledge is because of an upcoming holiday. Mm.
0: (laughs) Because of an upcoming holiday. So July 4th is the upcoming holiday. It's the next upcoming holiday. You got that right. So in the 80s, In the 80s,
1: multiple Best Director Academy Awards. Only one director won multiple during the 1980s.
0: Right, and you're saying it has something to do with the upcoming holiday. So, Born on the 4th of July would be the movie. And I would believe that the director of that film, who was very, very famous and very into his conspiracy theories, also did JFK. Yes, you got the guy. Uh, he did not win
1: for JFK. No, though.
0: no, no, no. He's he's done a lot of interesting what do you, What do you think of this gentleman's work before you reveal it to the audience? What's his best film that you can think of?
1: Well, it's, it's funny you say his best film because I think JFK is probably my favorite of his, even though people complain because it's not exactly historically accurate. Did he do Platoon? That was the other one he won the best director. Yes.
0: For. Oliver Stone's the answer. Oliver Stone. Um,. I, I was blanking on it for a second. Yeah, like but then Platoon I came, came
1: out in 86, so I was eight years old. Didn't so it was just too,
0: too much. much for yeah, an eight year old. Uh, I didn't like Born on the Fourth of July either. Oh, not at all. Very hard. Not at all.
1: Very hard movie to watch. Not at all. Never went back revisited, it, although it's a good soundtrack.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, Actually, one it's, of my favorite songs soundtrack.
1: comes off that soundtrack. It is the Edie Brickell version of Bob Dylan's A Hard Rain's Gonna Fall. I like and it. If you've never uh, checked that out, I recommend it to our audience. It's yeah. a great song. Uh, but, yeah, you got it, Oliver Stone. Yeah, what, what are other Oliver Stone's best? i got to say, I think JFK is my favorite. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, i trying to think what the last thing he's done that I've enjoyed was. I did yeah, he's been the, out of
1: the stuff you enjoy business it's, for it's a very long that, time. I think Snowden. He did. He did the Doors, Natural Born Killers. Yeah, Alexander right. was kind of a bust. Did you see more that? than
0: cat? More than kind of a bust. Oh,
1: Wall Street. Yeah, best Oliver Stone film. Oh, Wall Street. Forgot was, about
0: it. Of Wall course, Street. of course. There you go.
1: He wrote Scarface. He did. Directed. Uh, so I don't know if that, he. I, I know that that, was good. that
0: that got some things.
1: W was good. That's good. Movie. He
0: wrote Scarface, but didn't direct it. The
1: thing is, like when you make Wall Street, but then you remake Wall Street with Shia LaBeouf in it, does it still yeah, wha- count? Why do, do you that? have to? No, it, that's,
2: that's, it. Just like, just,
0: that's just like That's just people caddy- coming in too. for a paycheck. it paycheck. Just forget that it even happened. Yeah, you know, he's he definitely in the eighties was uh, uh, was a powerhouse, and and those were very interesting movies for the times. They got. We've a lot talked about that
1: before. That's how Tony Montana got his name. Yeah, because he was
0: a fan of Joe Montana. Oliver, yeah. Stones- Oliver Stone.
1: Oliver yeah. Stone was a Niners fan. Yeah. Tony Montana. So he wrote Scarface, although, you know, Brian De Palma.
0: All right. So this is like a three part question. I don't even know where to, which part is more fascinating to me. I have so many. I, we could talk all show about this guy and I don't know why he's coming up, but he's coming up. So I'm going to ask you this, Nick. For starters, true or false, Dolph Lundgren's first name is Dolph. True. False. Dolph Lundgren is Hans Lundgren. Why not just go with the Hans, Dolph?
1: I wonder if there was a Hans coming up at the same time. <laughs> when I think of Hans, I think of the guy. From... Hans and Franz. Yeah. Maybe. We're here to maybe pump that's why. You
0: up? I don't know. What year did Hans and Franz? A little later than this guy got later, his career. Yeah. I got the origin story of Hans here, so Hans's origin story. I think might of Hans. Most...
1: Uh, well, Hans Zimmer, but uh, isn't Hans the bad guy in uh, yeah. Die Hard? Yeah, absolutely, Hans. Snape, hey, the guy who played Snape. Was, uh, right, right, right. He was also Alan, awesome, Rickman. Alan
0: Rickman. He right. was all, that was probably his best role ever. Yeah. Bad guy in Die Hard. That and Snape. All right, so so Hans Lundgren here. Uh, true or false, It was Hans not his role Lundgren. in Love Actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> true or false, Hans Lundgren is German.
1: Hans Lundgren. You're talking about Dolph Lundgren. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hans Lundgren, I don't know who that is.
0: No, that's Dolph Lundgren. Got Same here. guy. Is he German? True or false, Hans Lundgren is German.
1: I going to say false. That is correct. He
0: is not German. Any guess as to where that guy's from?
1: Russia. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't that be the <laughs> best? Because he
0: was, of course, yeah, the R- ultimate Russian. bad guy yeah. in Rocky IV, which is his best role Bridget by far. Nielsen. <laughs> that was some couple. Mm-hmm. That was the most frightening Who's done better couple. since?
1: Bridget Nielsen or Dolph Lundgren?
0: Dolph Lundgren, probably. Yeah, yeah Bridget Nielsen was married to Mark Gastineau, and that didn't go well. That was ugly. She had a baby at, like,
1: Seventy-two years old or something. Oh is she
0: seventy-two? I don't know. I don't want to know. But she's I maybe mean, maybe fifty-eight. All right. So any guesses?
1: Uh, again, what? Not, the not real. It's not it, Russia.
0: You you didn't really think Hans Lundgren is from Russia, did you? I say he's Austrian. All right, that's a good guess. Yeah, I didn't know. He's uh, he's uh, Swedish.
1: Oh, is he really? Yeah. Okay.
0: I didn't. Which I didn't know.
1: No, I didn't know that either.
0: Um, now here's the interesting thing about this guy. Right? He's an idiot. Right? He looks like an idiot, doesn't he? <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you you would sort of assume he plays that he plays that role, role,
0: right? Okay, listen to this story. Tell me he's a Mensa. The guy was set to come on a full scholarship to MIT. Wow, in the United States, full scholarship. Okay, guess how he got into acting?
1: Somebody saw him. Yeah, that's an airplane usually, coming usually, over. Usually, like, how
0: it happens. You would be a great he, movie villain. He gets a gig as a bodyguard, right? Bodyguard of Grace Jones. Really? Yes. Grace Jones sees him and says, You, you will be my lover. You will be my bodyguard. You will come with me. And he does. And he follows her to New York City and she single handedly launched his acting career and took him out of MIT.
1: Where did she see him? Like in Europe somewhere? I guess.
0: You know, Uh, wherever a Grace Jones sees somebody like Dolph Lundgren named Hans
1: and she changed his name to Dolph. Oh, changed she che- it was Grace Jones, huh? Grace Jones. Did they ever appear in a movie together?
0: I just made that up, but it sounds like it should be true. So we're going to go <laughs> with it.
1: Did she ever uh,
0: uh Not that I know of, uh, but Grace Jones at that point was she was in the Bond movie. Like that was the height of her Grace Jones-ness.
1: Yeah, she was in an Eddie Murphy movie, I remember.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um Was she in Golden Child? No, Boomerang.
1: Oh, she was in Boomerang. Yeah,
0: she was that model in Boomerang that yes. did that whole ad campaign Astoncia about like
1: or... Don't you want to smell it was, Like, <laughs> like the that the was worst, very it was the worst commercial ever. Ever. Well, and the w- guy's what was her yes. name? Yes.
0: Yes. Why can't I think
1: of her name in that?
0: Oh, Grace Jones in Boomerang. Alright, we gotta find that. Yeah, it's that that is just class.
1: that's a great movie. Oh yes. That's the last great Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. Uh, Unless you want to go distinguished gentleman, I was gonna say I liked distinguished yeah, gentleman, but not, it's I not great. After. I don't think. Nah, I mean, it boomerang's could have been great. Better. Boomerang has line after line you could quote to this day. Is a special uh, boomerang jacket.
2: <laughs> you got to coordinate <laughs> the other day. We did that the other day.
1: Yeah. Yes. We got to coordinate. Coordinate. coordinate.
0: coordinate. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. That's uh, uh, who are the three guys. Remember the three guys?
1: Yeah, Alan Greer, David, David Alan Greer.
0: Greer. Yep. Eddie. Eddie. Is it Martin Lawrence? Martin
2: Lawrence.
0: And how about the love interests? Because there were some sure. amazing ones yeah, in that
1: forget. one. I can forget. Robin Givens. Yes, at her
0: absolute peak.
1: And Halle Berry before Halle she, Berry, was, even before Halle she Berry. was Halle
0: Berry. Berry. And I I would argue her that's absolute her absolute peak. <laughs> yeah. peak. She was so adorable in that movie. It was like, oh. Yeah, Grace Jones was not, though. Grace Jones was <laughs> oh, horrifying, horrifying in that movie.
1: What was her name? Are you looking it up? Uh, yeah, so that's exactly what
0: I'm looking for. Uh,
1: let's see. Str- Strange. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Ready? Discovering she has bragged about their uh, trysts to Strange, whose advance he forced to reject, Marcus confronts Jacqueline and she ends their affair. <laughs> <laughs> Strange. What is wrong with
1: my. <laughs> Are you afraid of. Are you afraid? <laughs>
0: that was good acting. Good yeah, for you, Grace yeah. Jones. All right, what else uh, you want? Let's move on to sports because yeah, yeah yeah. All
1: right, we're already sports. in sports. I got great stuff for you. All right, you want to tell me? All right, Greg Oden was the number one pick in the 2007 NBA draft by the Portland Trailblazers. Who went number two?
0: Kevin Durant.
1: Is this getting to be one of those all-time? Yes. Right.
0: Absolutely. How did you
1: take Odin yeah, over Durant?
0: I even at the time I would have said it's absolutely time, crazy. You, that guy does not look like he could hold up.
1: Odin couldn't look like he could walk up a flight of stairs. He, he, <laughs> he already looked 19. seventy-eight
0: years <laughs> yes. old when he, he, he was nineteen. I was. Like, I was. He needed positive. help getting out of the car. I was one hundred percent positive that he was.
1: It's funny how basketball's changed in just a decade, and a lot of it's probably the the Warriors. But like back then, it was like if you had a back to the basket center, you couldn't pass him up, no matter what. No matter what. And then if you look at like the career of uh, Dwight Howard and (laughs) who's the best? I guess Embiid is the best center.
0: Yeah, Joel Embiid is like that guy. He's that guy. Is there any other good one? Yeah, that uh, Pistons dude. It's pretty awesome when he's the like the Pistons? defensive force.
1: Don't they have a guy? Are you that's... thinking of the guy from the Nuggets?
0: I don't even know, man. I don't know. I'm I'm lost when it comes to that. Well, first of all, I know Boogie is a center, and he's yeah, good when he's good. good. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know.
1: But anyway, just uh, pointing out that uh,
0: that's just getting to be an all-timer. That's an all-timer for sure. An all-time bad pick. And Portland's done it multiple times because I'm pretty Sambuie, sure they passed on. The Sam
1: Bowie pick is the ultimate. They took I'm pretty Sambuie sure they Jordan, missed but.
0: Jordan. Yeah, so Jordan and KD. That's pretty bad. That's a, that's a bad duo to have not gotten in your franchise's history. All right, Nick, here is an interesting uh, one for you. With only four wins in 59 seasons, what is the worst rate of any NFL team to win their division?
1: Four wins in 59 seasons. The worst rate of any NFL team to win their division? Correct. I'm going to say the Cleveland Browns. Great guess.
0: Wrong guess. The New York Jets, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Raise a glass to the worst. Only
1: won four times? Four
0: times in 59 seasons. And there's
1: a Super Bowl in there.
0: there's a Super Bowl in there. Well, I... Let's. If you want to know what pain is as a fan,
1: that's it. Wow, boy, so, I hope my dad is not listening. Well, <laughs> that is, is that the <laughs> that's the worst rate percentage wise of any team?
0: Um, oh yeah, that's the lowest. It's gotta be. Yeah. Four, I said that's the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that's, that's the limited. question. Who's got the worst? It's the Jets.
1: Any end in sight this season? Yeah, we're gonna be better. We've got. I mean, are you gonna win a division?
0: No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're in a uh, uh, that's let's let's not go there. There's so many things that have to happen before that'll happen again, and it starts with like retirements. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like we're not, not like Brady. Has yeah, right, right. Brady Belichick and has Belichick. He, he doesn't want to do it anymore. He doesn't want to do it anymore. Because there's
1: a good chance that if Brady retires, Kraft has to sell. there will be no drop off with the Patriots no. because he doesn't.
0: I'm. I've been saying that forever yeah. to anyone who will listen. <laughs>
1: it could be just
0: as. It good. doesn't matter. Yeah. I watched Matt Castle Just He's
1: 42. Like he, he, they could he's, just.
0: It doesn't matter. You know who knows. It doesn't matter. Anyhow.
1: <laughs> all right. I got a great. Just great question. Really tough. I'm gonna ask you two for 10, all three for 20, but I don't think people are gonna get points here. Mm-hmm. Name the three universities to win back-to-back football championships more than once oh there's only three universities that have won the national championship back-to-back seasons more than once I think one of them is easy and then I think the Alabama' is the one that's the one gonna everybody's, gonna get, everybody's right. gonna get but good luck from there on because now you're throwing darts
0: throwing darts like is it Nebraska yeah Nebraska. Yeah, because I remember they won back to back. If they won, but if they won, won to- another set of back to back, it was before I was alive. Exactly. That's what I figured. Yep. So, and then you're gonna go with one of the other. So you got your ten points now. Big That's three, good. Uh, like you know, Notre Dame, Michigan, Michigan's no, not Michigan, Ohio State. <laughs> but like, I don't ever remember them doing it twice. Like Tennessee, I don't ever remember them doing it twice back to back. USC.
1: These guys, even though they're a powerhouse now, they were even more of a powerhouse like back in the forties.
0: Florida State? No.
1: Florida? Oklahoma.
0: Oh, Oklahoma. The okay. Sears. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's that's one that eventually I would have started naming when I started spat but it's not a clear and obvious. No. That's a good one. That's a Tough. great one. Well, I only knew the only other team I knew that won back to back was Nebraska in the nineties, right? Under, yeah, it's not uh, easy Osborne. to win them back-to-back, that's, that's no. for sure. and then they fell off the face of the I earth. I
1: mean, we thought USC was going to win back-to-back, and then they lost to uh, Texas.
0: Right. Yep, yep. That's absolutely right. Okay, Nick. Um, more, or less, are the same? Are there more teams in the NFL named after animals, less teams named after animals, or is it exactly the same number of teams, animals and non-animals? Less teams. Less teams, right?
1: Without thinking about it.
0: It's exactly even. Is it the same? You can realign the NFL... Into a perfect harmony of animal and conference and non-animal conference. So, like, listen to this: like the AAC North, the All Animal Conference North, <laughs> Bears, Bills, Colts, Lions. The AAC South, Dolphins, Wait, Bills. Yeah, they're animals. Yeah, the Buffalo. I know they're named after Buffalo Bill yeah, Cody, but it's. Buff- but a,
1: you're saying is their logo? I don't know. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, ha- you have to get. Uh, I'm taking credit for getting that question right, but I see what you're saying. Uh, it is a buffalo on their helmet, but they are, they are the, the Buffalo, buffalo Bills. Bills. Well, they were named after Buffalo, buffalo Bill, Bill Cody,
0: Cody, Cody, who was named sure. after a buffalo, which is an animal. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, the Bears, Bills, Colts, Lions, Dolphins, Falcons, Jaguars, Texans. What is a Texan?
1: I thought a Texan was somebody from Texas, but you go with the, the Texan, is the, is, it's the bull. It's the horns, it's the it's horns the from the
0: thing. Yeah. I think
1: you're going more with logos that's than what it actual... looks. That's what it looks like here. Yeah, than actual... Uh... That's what it
0: looks like here. The Bengals, Eagles, Panthers, Ravens is a good one. Broncos, Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of animal teams. So where are you on that? you like animals or non-animals more?
1: Well, as a fan of the team with maybe like the worst nickname to pick on, like we are the, literally named the after Funch Packers. meat. Well, that's yeah, not <laughs> what we're named after. Oh no! <laughs> no, I, always, no. I always assumed that. There but was don't a- worry, as a
2: twelve-year-old
1: in the schoolyard, <laughs> yes, you full, will get that in full Green Bay regalia. Yeah, I was, will. I got that quite a, I got quite, quite times. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah.
0: The Jets just did their. This way. The Jets aren't easy to make fun of. They're just so bad that they don't have to. They don't have to pick on the name. That's like the last thing they got. I was going to
1: say, about. put it this way. I've been hearing that for so long. Like I didn't You're know. Immune. I didn't know what it meant when I first heard it. You right. Know what I mean? like, right, right. Why right, are right. they calling me I a don't, fudge I, packer? I, I, don't I have no what idea what that means. means. I'm quite fond of fudge, but they seem like they're doing it in a taunting manner. Yeah, yeah it also
0: seems like it's wrapped in tiny little like, shreds why, of paper. I why why would fudge be a bad thing? Makes no sense. All right, go for it, Kiko. So what was uh You want one more sports question? No, nah, we can move, we move on. on. You want to do geography history? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, this is a fascinating one, okay? Uh, you know the Queen's Guard, uh, the Queen of England has guards that wear those tall bear hats, those those like ridiculous looking... Like the Beefeaters? Yeah, the Beefeaters, yeah. right. The Beefeater hat, right? Yeah. Okay. So do you know after what battle the English troops started be, be uh, began wearing the Beefeater hat?
2: Hmm...
1: I will say, the battle of, hmm. Well, no, I don't know that. So, why would they start wearing hats after a battle? Uh, I got to feel like it's a long time ago. Seems like that's been something they've been doing forever. Oh, Waterloo. <laughs> How'd I come up with that? <laughs> Sorry, folks, dropping
0: hints here. Was it to mock
1: <laughs> the hat worn by Napoleon?
0: Napoleon's troops wore those hats. And after they defeated him, they took their they hats. They took their hats. And, and it became s- the Queen's Guards. Been sticking
1: it to them ever since. Yep.
0: We like those hats. <laughs> they look good. Yep. There it. you go. Battle of Waterloo creator of the beefeater hat.
1: Great. Um uh, All right, what vehicle was invented in 3500 BC? What vehicle was invented in 3500 BC? The chariot? Yeah. Chariot okay.
0: In Egypt? Is that where they Yeah, according to the 30... movie Cleopatra that I saw.
1: Yeah, I mean 3500 BC. What else was, you know, it's not a lot of options. 3500. <laughs>
0: It's like the inventor of the wheel. Oh. Oh, yeah. I bet we can get horses strapped to this thing. It it, it took, it's fascinating to think, like, the first person that was like, you see that beast over there? I'm going to figure out a way to get that thing to follow me around and let me ride on it. It's perfect. Yeah, but it's amazing. Like, how, I I don't know. I guess you got a lot of time on your hands, so you're going to try anything.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Um. All right, you got one for me, and then I'll finish up geography history with one? Or you want me yeah, to just go? Yeah. Uh,
0: well, let's see. I don't. I don't have anything that's. I got uh, one more. Okay.
1: What do you think of like the all-time Supreme Court cases? W- what are your top? Like what's the Brown the- versus the right, Board of Education? There you go. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. Do you know who the winning attorney was? Barrow. Now you're thinking of the uh, uh, the monkey, The monkeys. The Scopes monkey trial. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Barrow. So.
0: so oh, God, I do know this, but I, I'm. I'm cleared. I can Darn
1: ask it. you it the way I'm going to ask it in the quiz. because Does make he it run look- for something? Is he a future politician? He's a future something, and that's what the clue is.
0: He's a future something.
1: He's a future something.
0: He's a future something. That's for sure. Racist.
1: You want me to read the question? Yeah, yeah. What former Supreme Court justice was the winning attorney in Brown versus Board of Education? Wait, say that again. What former Supreme Court justice... Was the winning attorney. Was the winning attorney in Brown versus Board of Education. So he went on to become a Supreme Court justice. Okay. Hmm.
0: Thurgood Marshall? You got it. Yeah! I was like, all right, the (laughs) only name I could come up with that would fit this on
1: any level level at all
0: has to be Thurgood Marshall.
1: But did you realize that he was the, did no, you know that?
0: Absolutely that's not. That's I
1: thought it was interesting.
0: Absolutely not. That's fascinating. Well, that's, you want to talk about a claim to fame, that's, yeah. there you go. And yep. he was one of the most celebrated Supreme Court justices of all time. Yeah. He was on the bench like, what, 30-something years? Crazy. Um, all right, this is awful, but the last geography history question. Okay. Uh, awfully interesting at the same time. Uh, what did the Mongols use to catapult over city walls in order to defeat their enemies?
1: What did they use to catapult?
0: Yes, Mongols used to catapult something over city walls to defeat their enemies that no one had ever done before. Tar, what a great idea, right? Just spread them with tar. Uh. How about dead bodies with the bubonic plague?
2: Oh
1: man, that is. You gotta leave it to the Mongols. The Mongols would <laughs> send
0: dead bodies into your city by the thousands <laughs> with the bubonic plague, and just watch your whole.
1: Ah, uh, what a what a group! <laughs>
0: Genghis Khan why, thinking outside the box. Hey, that guy died of a horrible disease that's infecting everybody. Send him catapult over there.
1: Good thing they're landlocked. <laughs>
0: Oof, that uh, is brutal. All right, uh, you wanna, let's move on to history or to entertainment and uh, call it a day here.
1: All right, what character was created from an Andy Kaufman skit called Foreign Man? L- Latka. Latka. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I yeah, love I Latka. Like that. I guess they like that. I guess I like that skit so much. Yeah. I like.
0: It. Have you ever watched his stand-up comedy?
1: Uh, I, I, at some point, I mean, I've seen him do some stuff like. I don't know if I saw some highlight film of his or something, maybe a documentary about him. Well, which... Did you
0: see Man in the Moon with Jim Carrey <laughs> I, playing him?
1: I remember seeing this really funny thing where he was a, a talk show host and he had like a giant chair. Do you remember seeing this? <laughs> like, And then the, guy, the person would like come out. And be sitting there, and he was like a, way up above him. I don't know. I thought that was funny hysterical. for some reason.
0: So the the first thing I ever saw him do, I just I don't even know what to say. It was just the weirdest thing in the world. Like, do you remember the Mighty Mouse theme song? Yeah, Here yeah, yeah. I come to, to save, save the, the day. day. Right. So he gets out there. He puts a a record player. He starts playing the Mighty Mouse theme song. Okay. And, and just, like, the whole beginning part is, like, 45 seconds, and he just stares at the audience. And then, as soon as it gets to that part you know, he just, like, opens up is like, Here I come to save the day! And then right back to that, that like...
1: That demeanor of just... Just,
0: like, confused, looking out, like, puzzled into the audience. <laughs> and, like, That's then he gets off the stage, and he goes, Thank you very much. <laughs> 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 and, they, it, like, I remember, I forgot what show it was on, but the crowd, like... Did not know what to make of what they right. were watching. Right. Like, you know, and sometimes his comedy, he went so over the top. One time I remember watching, he did the same type of thing, except he was gonna start reading poetry. There was no joke. He just started reading poetry. And he's like, This is very serious. And people started laughing. And he's like, What are you laughing at? <laughs> what are you laughing at? This is my soul on paper. And he just kept reading. And they're like, they're like, get to your jokes, do the Mighty Mouse. And he's like, no, you don't understand, folks. That's not what this is. And he just kept going. And they boot him off stage. And that guy was just whew, over the top. Um, what do I got here?
2: Hmm.
0: All right. Uh, so let's see. This is actually interesting. All right. So what country singer was used during the Cold War... As a Morse code decipher agent because of his exceptional ability to decipher Morse code messages. One more time. What country singer had a unique ability for deciphering Morse code and was given top security clearance by the Air Force during the Cold War to intercept Soviet messages? Okay,
1: so this could be any time the country singer... Anytime from what the fifties through the eighties?
0: Yeah, if you want a clue, it's a it's not a clue that I'll put in the question, but it's like one of the top five guys ever. So it's not yeah, like I I'm mean, not like, asking you like Like Kenny
1: Rogers is the guy yeah. that I go to in that time range.
0: Right. Like it's it's a name like that. It's it's not Kenny Rogers. So it's either but
1: Kenny Rogers, Willie Nelson. A little uh, older. A little bit older. So not George Strait?
0: No. That'd be a good. I wish that was the answer.
1: Older than Willie Nelson. So remember, I just
0: told you the story at, at breakfast about tuning Tom Willie yeah. Nelson's guitarist, right. who is uh, fascinated with weather. Yeah, right. That's a weird. This country singer movie. was fascinated with Morse code, and he could pick it up. So he used to listen. Merle from- Haggard. Right. That's what I was hoping. Right. <laughs> Merle. Ha- How about Johnny Cash?
1: Oh my gosh! Wow.
0: Johnny Cash used to sit and listen to. Did I
1: see that movie? I, I didn't pick right! up on that. How do you not? They left that out. They the left movie? out
0: that he had top security clearance by the Air Force and used to spend nights just listening to signals coming in and writing down radio ma- uh, Morse code messages.
1: Gosh, what an odd thing! It must have been sp- weird before so the weird. internet with these guys that had like all day to do they just stuff. Find and then they, something to you do, get, like a ham radio. Yeah, <laughs> that's, get, that's like, exactly what a, he did.
2: Just, but
0: you would have figured you make a movie about Johnny Cash. That's the most interesting thing I know about the guy. They're like, oh, let's do the heroin use. Let's yeah. not do the Morse code stuff.
1: It was a great movie, but anyway, it is.
0: It'd be better with the Morse code thing. I would like to know that he had top security clearance, like Ian
1: Fleming. Where are you at with supergroups?
0: You know, traveling Willbury is still my favorite ever.
1: That's a good one. Mostly, it's a mess, right? (laughs)
2: Anyway, Temple of the
0: Dog. We were talking
1: about New Edition becoming Bell Biv Devoe, and not a supergroup. No, it was just a reforming and a rebranding. Yeah,
0: like Temple of the Dogs. Okay, I like them. What would you think of uh, Velvet Revolver? No. Right.
1: No, Cream was good. Yeah, Cream's the super group. Yeah. Yeah, Cream was good. Um, I think maybe this is the worst one ever. K-5? I think I might have the worst one ever, though. Asia.
0: I didn't know Asia was a super group, but I do <laughs> know fact of their, that their existence. that they are
1: called a super group is just hilarious to me. I love it. Because I think their best song was Heat of the Moment."
2: The heat <laughs> of the moment. That's your best
1: song. How could you call yourself a super group? So anyway, I, another tough bonus here. Two for ten, all three for twenty. If you can name the three bands that the four founding members of
0: Asia All right, first got to play our game. Heat of the moment. How many plays on Spotify?
1: Is that their top song? Oh, my God. By, by a lot, right?
0: <laughs> you want number two and I'll tell you the plays for context? I, I don't mind doing that.
1: No, I'll, I mean, I'll take a shot. 75 million.
0: 54 million. Oh, good oh good. Even
1: worse than I yeah, yeah. would have guessed.
0: Number two, how many plays? <sighs> Only Time Will Tell is the name of the song. 12. Which I've never even heard of it. Eight million. <laughs> <laughs> oh that is all you need to know about what a one-hit so wonder there, is, focused.
1: Nine times. Nine times. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and Heat at the
1: Moment is not a good song. Right. And so, then it's
0: down to 1 million for oh Don't Cry. Then it's gosh. down to a million for Soul Survivor. And their fifth highest played song, 663,000 times, The Smile Has Left Your Eyes. Folks, you've never heard of any of those songs. You're oh. just waiting for them to play Heat at the Moment at the casino and Turning Stone in between. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't Cry? Is that one? Yeah. Oh. Oh. All right. So, do you know any of the bands I'm in tears. <laughs> that reformed? To not, make not a s- single one. So there's, there's four guys that formed Asia, and they were from three bands.
0: I don't know any of them.
1: All right. The drummer's last name is Palmer.
0: So Emerson, pa- L- Emerson L- Lake, and Palmer, Lake, and Palmer. Which was my favorite hockey line ever. Like we had Emerson, Lake, and Pronger that used to. Er, no, Blake. Blake. Emerson, Blake. Emerson, Blake, Blake, Blake and, Pronger. and Pronger. That was is the, the best, best hockey line of yeah. all time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like. That, yeah, Emerson. yeah, Emerson. Emerson, Blake. Emerson, the Blake, the Pronger. Pronger. Score. Yeah, right. is <laughs> the best. Okay uh the lead singer for king
0: crimson which is not even a band of you know they're also playing casinos in fact that guy gets paid twice he does the king crimson show right after asia
1: right
2: yeah if <laughs> you ever see those no, two that's playing? what
1: inspired this they just did this in atlantic city two of both bands yeah that's the
2: best ba- okay that's what
1: inspired this that's whole funny thing. as heck that's i, was like, great. I, didn't I got two asia, gigs, man i don't know asia was a super group yeah, and, and who, then it's so they play all these bands. They play the songs from King Everson Crimson, Club, the songs from King Crimson, sure, the song from Asia. Well, that we clearly, Heart Heat <laughs> of the Moment. The one you are going to get that uh, in the close and the open, yes. and in Spanish. Two no
0: guys way. from Yes. Oh well, that's, that's a big that's catalog. Yeah. that's a real. Is it the guy from Yes or yeah. no? Yeah, I think it's two of the guys. But like the main guy,
1: <sighs> dude. I don't know. Now, yes, I think there is two main guys in Yes. I think it's one of them. But they definitely play like Roundabout and. Well, because Yes has a catalog. Right. They, they play the Yes songs at that concert. Yeah. Yes is awesome. I like Yes. Yeah, the uh, singer, John Anderson. John uh, Anderson is also... In Asia? In Asia, yeah. All right. That's a lot more credibility. What's your favorite... Uh... Oh, okay. Oh, wait, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. What's Maybe your... John Anderson is not...
0: Care to guess what... Uh... Gary, guess what? The I guess is number one.
1: Chris Squire, I think, was in. I don't know. I'm out of my. League. I, I don't know which which guys. Which the guys were in.
0: Gary, to guess. Yes's number one song. Roundabout. Nope. It's number two. In fact, it's half of their number one.
1: Owner of a lonely heart. Yes. <laughs> it's much better than a. I mean, Roundabout is a better song than owner of a Lonely Heart. Not even close. Come on. It's disgraceful. Folks. I'll stick with my first answer.
0: (laughs) Well, one's got 37 million. (laughs) The other's got 75. Yeah,
1: it's just uh, one is a better song.
0: No, no, no. All right. Well, I guess we'll uh, we'll, we'll put you out on Roundabout, folks. That's it for episode 115 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. For Nick, my name is Drew. We'll see you next week, everybody.
3: This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com
0: for more information.
2: Two summers will be there.
3: juice and those rivers.